Hey, this is Dale Calver. Welcome to session 366 of the New Era Wealth Building Podcast. Before we get started, uh, I just got to say that at the time of this recording, Bitcoin went over 42,000 today, uh, which should make our regular listeners wish that they had listened to session 362 I did about a month ago. Uh, The title of that session was Buy Bitcoin Now, uh, when the price was around, I don't know, 30 some thousand. But for those of you that did buy, uh, if you want to take profits now, if you need to, that's cool. But my long-term price projection is 90000 that I believe is beyond likely sometime over the next couple of years as the crypto bull run is starting. And no, this session has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. The title of this session is Six insider network marketing recruiting philosophies that no upline or guru will share with you because most of them don't even know what I'm talking about. I think it's going to be valuable for the right person. Let's get into it. Welcome to the new era of wealth building podcast, formerly the MLMsuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product and network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages success principles, proven personal development systems, and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life-altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic and Ziggs quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. Hi, my name is Dale Calvert, and I'd like to welcome you to this session, session 366 of the New Era Wealth Building Podcast. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive. In this session, I'm going to share with you six network marketing, recruiting, and team building philosophies, most of which you've never heard before. And the truth is, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, and you're probably ready to hear these, you may have heard bits and pieces over the years, but I want to really try to pull these together into one session. Uh, there's a good chance that you are definitely ready to, to, to hear these if you're a regular listener of this podcast. If if you're not, then you're probably going to think I'm crazy because they are contra- con- con- contradictory to everything you've been taught by your upline and the self-proclaimed gurus in the market. 
the truth is the gurus want to keep you engaged and coming back to their next webinar or their next live event and keep you spending your money on their foo-foo dust tactics. That's just the truth of the matter. And and most people's upline, uh, they just hope you keep hanging around and on auto ship one more month. And this is the recipe for unproductivity that keeps good people all over this profession, great people that have tremendous potential, but it keeps them stuck on the MLM hamster wheel. This session is only for career-minded network marketers, those that want to leave their full-time job, eventually create a 250000 income, and maybe down the road financial independence and even becoming a millionaire. If that's not you, just turn off this podcast and go listen to somebody else. I mean, your podcast player is full of options and people that will blow smoke up your dress and tell you what you want to hear. And I'm just not one of those people. This session is for people that want to build a real team of productive, progressing team members that are moving forward. They want to develop real customers that use their product or service because they enjoy the product or service, and they don't even know a business opportunity exists around it. In short, this is for people that want to build a real business that you can be proud of and one day can pass down to your family. And if that's not you, please don't waste your time because all I'm going to do is piss you off because I'm going to expose you to a level of human psychology and predictability that most are just not comfortable with. As the old saying goes, the truth will set you free, but first it'll probably piss you off. It takes me many years, it took me many years to understand that, honestly, most people that call themselves entrepreneurs would rather be bound up with all these self-limiting beliefs, but comfortable in their day-to-day routines and activities, and broke. They'd rather be bound up comfortable in their routines and broke than they would be free, constantly challenging themselves and financially independent. And it's sad to say, but I believe that, you know, when you're really truthful with you, with yourself, you know, and and most of the people listening to this, the odds are I'm talking about you. I'm talking about all these people that seek information, seek information, and then do nothing with the information they've been seeking. It's not about seeking. It's about recognizing wisdom and then implementing wisdom to produce positive results in all aspects of your life. So in this session, again, I'm going to share with you six insider network marketing recruiting philosophies that you've probably never heard anybody else talk about because they require a deep look into your own limiting beliefs and a level of human psychology that most simply don't want to understand. No upline or guru will share these because they don't really understand them themselves, and if they do, they won't make any money with them next month. And see, in that statement, in those two words, really lies a lot of the problem next month. Everybody's working about, worrying about, 
you know, what's going to happen next month? How many people are you going to sponsor next month? How many this? How many that next month? And success comes down to daily activities done consistently over a long period of time, which will produce results. It's what you do on a daily basis that ultimately is going to determine not just next month, but, you know, six months from now, a year from now, 18 months from now. It's those daily routines that ultimately create success and all you got all these uplines running around just calling people and trying to, to again you know just foo-foo dust them and, and to keep them on auto ship one more month we do not play those games we just don't we just don't there's a reason i've been uh, a top recruiter in every company i've ever been with and that our team members always dominate the leaderboards and what I'm going to share with you has translated into millions of dollars in income for myself and more importantly, our team members. This is a free podcast session. And the truth is, if I put this session in a seminar form and charge what it was worth, most people listening couldn't afford it. So here it is, free. And the results these philosophies have produced for myself and our team members are well documented well-documented. So let's get into it. The first thing you need to understand is I'm not interested in sponsoring network marketing junkies. I, I, I don't want to find uh, opportunity seekers that are, you know, tire kickers and entrepreneurs. I'm not looking for those type of people. And it's no secret the network marketing profession is full of those people. Tire kickers, opportunity seekers, entrepreneurs. And, you know, the most remarkable thing about the network marketing business model is this. In 1980, I borrowed $300 to get started with my first company. From that point, I invested my profits back into my business. I've never spent another nickel. And I've made millions of dollars in the profession. Uh over a million dollars just in 2023 this year and and more importantly we've helped more people develop full-time incomes than anyone whose results can be documented and verified and it all started with a capital investment of three hundred dollars i mean to me that's remarkable you can start a business for three hundred dollars it leads to millions and millions of dollars in income a million this year The best thing about MLM is anybody can come up with the money to get started. That's the best thing about this business model. The worst thing about MLM is anybody can come up with the money to get started. And a lot of people just treat it like they're buying a lottery ticket or something. You know, they they don't treat it like a real business. A lot of people just treat it like a hobby. Well, hobbies are supposed to cost you money. So again, I try to eliminate as many network marketing junkies, opportunity seekers, and entrepreneurs as possible. Most have the attention span of a gnat, as we talked about in the two previous sessions of this podcast. And and again, if people go back and listen to the last two sessions in this podcast, they'll see some things that can really make a huge impact on them. But they'd rather send me an email talking about how it's okay that they play video games, 45 minutes a day to unwind or whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not here to argue. And again, I'm not saying that these people are bad people. They're not. They've just sold and bought into the wrong philosophies. That's it. 
That's it. They bought the wrong philosophies. They followed the wrong people. They never looked behind the curtain. In fact, you know, our, our team, when we're talking with people, we do a brief interview with everyone before they join. We qualify people. We don't send out our links for them to join, crossing our fingers, hoping that they sign up. I hope most people I talk to don't join. In fact, every week we turn down, not just me, but members of our team, our ninjas, every week we turn down those that were hoping to get access to our team because our team is full of career-minded six- and seven-figure earners. And, and and people want to tap into that that source. And and we understand, though, that a team is only as strong as its weakest link. So the first principle is simply this. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders, not that are found, leaders that are developed on your team. Leadership creates product volume. Distributors are a revolving door. They're coming in one, one end and leaving that, the back end. They're coming in one door and leaving the other door uh, month after month, month after month. You, if you want to build this to your full upside potential, you have to understand you're in the leadership development business. You're not in the burp and diaper distributor business and remind them about the conference call this week that's been on that's been every Tuesday for the last seven years. But you feel like you've got to remind them of the conference call. Dude, you're, you, what are you doing? That's like reminding somebody that comes to their job to punch their time card. It, it makes no sense the way we, we treat people. It, it makes no it makes no sense. You know, the real the real question is, are they worthy of entrance into your management training program. Are they worthy? Would they be somebody that you would offer your management training program to? And if they're not, don't sponsor them. Let them be a customer. What is your management training program? That's probably a better question to even ask. Because if your team doesn't provide one, uh, well, that's a topic for a whole nother session. I'm not going to go down that road. But it's an indication that that leadership does not understand that they're in the leadership development business. You know, so again, you need to think about maybe what systems do you have in place to develop leaders on your team? I mean, the systems we have in place for the development of future leaders on our team have been in place and refined for over 40 years. That's why, you know, if you've ever been part of my team, we have always have a a private team training site where the franchise, as we call it, the franchise is taught because, you know, we want to teach you how to run your own successful franchise. And, and it's, and it's taught and it's very sequential and it's very step by step. And if you don't have that, then you have no chance, no chance of developing a real business in the network marketing business model. Number two. So number one is you're in the leadership development business, period. Number two, if your customers are your distributors, you don't have a real business. Who are you fooling? Your customers are your distributors? Are you kidding me? 
I mean, come that's like owning a restaurant and the only people that can eat there are the people that work there. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You know, I, I, sometimes people will call and, and people will hire me, you know, they, they pay me astronomical money for to spend an hour on the phone with them. And I'll ask sometimes, well, tell me about the, your customers. How did you acquire your customers? Well, and they tell tell me about the team members they've sponsored. That's not customers. That's team members. There's a difference. There's a distinct difference. If your customers are distributors, you don't have a real business. So what are the customer acquisition systems your organization offers? If I said, share with me five or six ways that you guys create customers for your business, what would you say? And, and no, I'm not talking about, you know, tips and tricks and nuggets that are shared from time to time on one of your corporate or team uh, Zooms. I'm talking about what are the systems in place for customer acquisition? And there's a big difference. And guys, if you if you haven't if 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 you've not watched the MLMbox.com, go watch this. You need to see what I'm talking about and really wrap your mind around it and really understand how dysfunctional that thing that you call a business really is. It's not a business, it's a social club. If you ask our collect direct team how many customers do they need to develop a ten thousand dollar monthly income? They can tell you exactly the number. They can tell you this is how many customers. Even if they never sponsor one person on their team, they can tell you, I need this many customers for a $10,000 monthly income. And again, that's without sponsoring anybody. If you ask our iHub team, you know, how many W-2s they need to earn a million dollars with the new Vantage program coming up, they can tell you. They know exactly how many they need because we talked about it the first night. It's so important that people understand. If you ask them, if you ask our teams, any of them that we've ever built, if you ask them, how are you going to acquire those customers? They can share with you multiple ways for customer acquisition. You know, going back to APL Go and our candy vitamin sample site, and I could go back for years. So you have to understand if you're going to build a real business, then you have to have real customers. Simple, but totally overlooked and ignored in today's social club network marketing environment. Number three, it's a numbers game. And that's the one thing you've probably heard a million times. Many talk about it, but very few model it. Very few model it. It is a numbers game. With IHUB Global, with the ERC program, 16 of the top 50. Uh, affiliates were on my personal team. And I don't expect my team to do that, which I'm not willing to do. I mean, I was in the top 50. I was probably, I think, around number 23 or 24. I don't really know. Yes, we had we had people in the top 10. We had three or four of the top 10. You know, but, but again, I, I'm modeling what I teach. I, I don't just preach, preach, preach. You know, there's a lot of people that can talk the talk, but they've never walked the walk. So, yeah, I mean, I could have retired 15 years ago, and I did coast for 15 years. I did. But I had to convince myself and I had to understand, Dale, the real satisfaction comes from building a team, from watching the Alan Knights and Kamala Robinsons and Shelly Giddings and Kurt Summers 
and and Tom Terabasso's and all these different people, you know, Dave Buchanan, and I could start naming names. I could sit here and name names forever. Mike Culver and on and on and on. Uh, Philip Cantu, I got to quit naming names because I'll keep talking about different people. But the real, the real benefit is seeing people's lives absolutely change. And, and for me to get back in the grind, I had to convince myself that I was going to love to, I was going to learn how to love the grind again. And, and the real thing for me is I realized I have to have such an awesome go, such a humongous go in front of me that I'm working towards huge, outrageous, hairy goal that unless God himself intervenes, that I'm bound to fail. But you know what they say, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you're still among the stars. See, the right people want to know, if I join you, what are the systems that you have in place? What are the lead, genera- lead generation methods that you offer? And you and, and you got to have those in place. That's part of a real network marketing team building business is having the systems in place. You know, and again, I've been talking about this for years, way back when we did the local MOM leads course years ago. You know, so we've always set these up for our people. We've been talking about this for many, many years. I mean, this morning uh, I did it. We, we do a quick Zoom with our leaders and. You know, people are talking about this new software that we've recently introduced to our team. Uh, brand new piece of software. None of it's not, nobody's ever seen it before. And one of our leaders was talking about, I set it, I set it up over the weekend and I got 22 leads. People that went to the lead capture page, filled out the contact form, said, I want more information. Another gentleman said, you know, I started last night before I went to bed. I woke up this morning. I had eight leads. So we're constantly testing, evaluating multiple different lead generation programs because, in my opinion, that's my my responsibility as a leader is to, you know, have the systems in place for the people that are willing to go to work can predict can can expect predictable results. Uh, you know, and then I've talked about many times the Jim Rohn audio tape, how to build a network marketing team. It's available on YouTube. And I I tell our people, look, memorize it. Memorize it. That's the foundation for becoming a great recruiter is the the parable of the sower and everything that Jim covers on that particular CD. Again, it's available on YouTube. And I I tell people, and I'm serious, don't just listen to it once or two or three or four or five times. Memorize it. It's that important. That's your foundation for becoming an excellent recruiter. The other thing that we do is we track our numbers every single week. We track our numbers. A bad week, uh, uh, a good week not recognized diminishes, you know, and a bad week expands. So we track our numbers every single week and we recognize our top producers on a weekly basis. I mean, you know, in general, as human beings, we want to accomplish as much as we possibly can with as little effort as possible. That's not the way this works. It's not the way it's ever worked. And and today, in network marketing, it takes massive, M-A-S-S-I-V-E, massive numbers. It ain't 1995 anymore. You know, and it's like I, I think back when, when we started ERC, ERC we knew was a... It was a it was a lit stick of dynamite. You know, every month 
Yeah, it was it, it was ending. You know, we knew that the the dynamite was going to go off. It was, we were holding a lit stick of diamond dynamite we are on a time crunch and i told them in november when we first made the pivot over there you know it, with the with the company when the company made the pivot and we pivoted and i told people i said look in november you know get get out there start fast get through the numbers because in december you're going to have to talk to more people than you did in november and then in January, you'll have to talk to more people and expose more people than you did in December. And in February, you'll have to expose more people than you did in January just to get the same results. Because we were holding a lit stick of dynamite. The market was ultimately competitive, very competitive. And we knew what we were dealing with. Most people don't even know what they're dealing with. They're just out there lollygagging around. You know, if they run into somebody at the post, at, in the post office line, they might mention their product or service to them. You're not going to build a business that way. It has to be focused weekly, sequential, thought out lead generation activities every single day. That's how you win here. And you've got, that's how you win here. That's, look at what our team is doing. Man, they're in the market. I'm in the market every single day. We're creating leads. This doesn't happen by accident. It happens by design. Most people just think that if they get in, stay in, and plug in, then lightning's going to scratch them and it's going to strike them, and all of a sudden they're going to be a network marketing leader making $10,000 a month. No, you're not. The spillover ain't coming. I'm sorry. Number four. Number four is what is your qualification process for new team members? You know, I've heard network marketing people that we call leaders say, look, if they can, if you put them, if you put them a a mirror under their nose um, and they and there's two little dots that form, then you should try to sponsor them. I've said that before. But the but in that particular market with that particular product, my my point was that every dud knows somebody that can make a positive impact on your business. You don't know who people know. So you want to enroll people and get them going and get them started and passing out videotapes. That was the the thing that we did back then because you never know who they're going to pass that videotape to. They might have a, a, a uncle that's career frustrated, has management experience, small business experience, may see the opportunity and run. That's happened to all of us if we've been around long, long enough. But that was when we had videotapes. Today, it's a little bit different because people have to take the time to, to get a little bit more technical, at least learn how to, to send an email and how to do basic basic online activities. And a lot of people haven't even done that. They won't even take the time to learn anything. They're not going to learn anything. My gosh, they got video games to play and cat video cat videos to watch on YouTube. They're not going to spend the time learning. That's no fun. So again, we understand that the market has changed. It's become a lot less disciplined. It's probably an indication of the world in which we live. So we're not, we don't want to waste our time. And, and you know, I used to say 70% of the people you don't want. It's a lot more than that now. I don't know how many it is. It's for sure 70%. 
because we don't even have a videotape for them to hand out anymore. And if they have to make any type of effort on their own to get a lead capture page set up or anything that's technical at all, they just shut down. They're not going to do anything. They're just going to join another company. And the next week, they'll be in another one. And then they'll be in another one and another one. And I don't want to waste my time. I don't want my team to waste our time, period. So when when somebody fills out a lead capture form, we don't send them a link to join our, our company. We have a series uh, we have a a, a serious uh, phone conversation. We have certain questions that we ask them. And, and if we don't like what we hear, they're not invited to join our team. It's that simple. You know, in my mind, and I try to teach our people, um, because with Collect Direct, we got six slots. We're looking for six serious people. That's it, six. Six serious people that that's understand, I can make a quarter of a million dollars here. I can quit my job. This is a great long-term three- to five-year game plan that can lead me to millionaire status and even give me something that I can pass down to my kids. And I'm serious about it. That's who we're looking for. So I, I tell people, act like you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company and you only have six slots to fill. If that were the case, would this person be one of the people that you would offer the six, one of those six slots to? And don't sponsor everybody. Just don't do it. So you have to have qualifications for people to tap into your team. Number five, if you, if you, want to join if people want to join you because they know you like you and trust you that they're joining for the wrong reason and honestly you probably don't want them if that's the only reason they're joining and see it, it just blows my mind all these attraction markers and they tell you you know go on go on TikTok and dance and 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 make a casserole and videotape it and put it on social media and take your kids to the park and 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 videotape them you know, riding their bicycle in the park and do all these cool things and share them on social media, you know, go to Disney World and make sure you get all that up on social media or whatever. Because if people like you and they they feel like they know you and they identify with you, then they might join your team. And that's true. It's sad, but it's true. But the more important question is, what are they going to do after they join? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. When people join you because they know you like you and trust you, that is the wrong reason. But that's the premise on what most attraction marketing people have been taught the last 10 years. It makes no sense. Your real market is career frustrated, people that are sick and tired of being in that cubicle all day long. That's who your market is. It's, I saw a recent survey this week, and it said 74% of the population in the United States say they would like to start their own business. 74%. And then we talked to them about dancing on TikTok and stupid stuff where common sense people and business-minded people look at this and say, what are these people doing? Real entrepreneurs look at the MLM business model and think we've all lost our minds. And I don't blame them at all. We've disintegrated into a business model of self-delusion, listening to gurus who are trying to extract as much money from, from you as possible and leaders who hope that they can keep you on auto ship one more month. 
teaching you how to dance on social media or take your kids to a park or cook a casserole and videotape it so somebody might relate to you. Is that really what this business model has become? 70% aren't, aren't going to do anything. They, 70% are not going to do anything. I don't care how they enroll, how they join you. 70% of the population are going to die broke no matter what you do, I do, your company does, whatever your product will do. It does not matter. 70% of the population die broke. 70% die broke. Figure it out. Figure out who they are and don't waste your time with those people. That's the secret. Figure out who they are and don't waste your time with those people. Too much time with the wrong people, not enough time with the right people is the biggest mistake that good, solid people make in this profession. They spend too much time with the wrong people, not enough time with the right people. It ain't about dancing on TikTok the way you look or the way you cook. This is uh, number six. The only reason to sponsor someone is to eliminate them as soon as possible. The only reason when I enroll somebody, all I'm trying to do from the day they join is disqualify them so I don't have to spend any time on the phone. I don't have to answer their emails. I don't have to pay any attention to them because they're not following the training program. That's it. All I'm trying to figure out is who's plugged into the training program, who's coming down the road, who's following the systems, and who's not. That's it. That's all I want to know. Because I don't care what their background is. I don't care what they've done, never done. I don't care who their mama is, who their daddy is, where they grew up. I don't care how many times they failed. Because if they will plug in and, 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 and implement what we share and give us one year, I know their life is getting ready to change. And if they don't plug in, and if they don't follow the franchise, if they don't follow the systems, then there's nothing I can do to help them. And I know that as well. So all I'm looking for is who can I eliminate from my mind and who is plugged in, who's on the Zooms every week, who's asking intelligent questions, and, and we have processes for being able to identify that. I mean, when people get started with us, one of the first things we do, we've done it for 40 years, is top 20 reasons, top three, because until they know why, the how doesn't matter. I want to know how. I want to know what they're, why they're doing the business. What do they want to accomplish? You know, Zig told us, you can have anything in life you want if you're helping up other people get what they want. And it's pretty arrogant to think that you know what every person on your team wants because they don't necessarily want what you want. Everybody's different. Everybody's an individual. So what's driving them? You better know. You better know if you're a real leader. What's their number one reason? Why are they doing this? What are they focused on every day? Because you either focus on the work or the reasons. So part of our process is top 20, top three. You know, that's one of the first things we do. And until we get that back, it's like they're not even in the system yet. They may have signed up. They may have ordered a whole big, you know, they may be ordering product every month. But in my mind, they're not even plugged into building a business yet. And then we do the weekly progress reports that we've done for years. We just introduced them a couple of weeks ago with Collect Direct. But that's what I monitor every, 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 every week who filled out the report. I don't care what their numbers are. I just want to know that they're 
participating in the activity and they're monitoring their own numbers, not for me, for themselves, because that which is tracked can be improved upon. It's not difficult, guys. These systems are very simple, but they're easy to do and they're easy not to do. And when you start neglecting them, you're not, you're, you're going to, you're going to achieve a tenth of what you possibly could achieve if you just plug in and follow a proven system. If you want to own Joe's hamburgers, then own Joe's hamburgers. But for me, it's like I'd rather find a proven system like a McDonald's and get plugged into that. To me, this just is common sense. But again, we live in a world where common sense is not that common anymore. So number, number six is... The only reason to sponsor someone is to eliminate them as soon as possible. Your time is the most valuable asset that you have. It just is. So we use the 20 reasons top three in the weekly progress reports as part of that. But, but I just, in general, pay close attention to the Facebook comments, who's active, who's, who's obviously plugged in, and who's obviously not plugged in. And it's real easy to identify those that are not plugged in. If you have something for them to plug into. But again, that's another topic, I guess. And that's it, guys. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a bonus, uh, just because I, it needs to be said. And I, it, and so this would be bonus number seven. And that is you have to be involved with a company, product, or service that makes sense that the masses want. I mean, really, this probably should be number one, but if I talked about this too early, then nobody would have heard anything I've said. But ladies and gentlemen, just because your skincare or nutritional product makes sense to your company owner and your company owner's wife loves their skincare or your upline and and the brainwashed people that they that have been following them from deal to deal for the past century, not progressing or even getting close to a full-time income, uh, that's not the people whose opinion matters. Okay, sit back, look at what's really going on. They've been following this dude for for seven for seven different companies. You know, look at the ownership. A- again, people just they're brainwashed. It's like you've been following this guy for fourteen years. You never got close to a full time income. Every every company he's told you this is going to be the one. Blah blah blah. I mean, come on, you got to wake up. So when I say you have to have a product or service that makes sense, I mean to customers, to the market. I mean, I don't give a flying flip how cool your company app is or how awesome your recruiting funnel is. And it was designed by whoever. (laughs) I don't care. I I don't care because any success created will be short-lived if there's not a real desire for your product in the marketplace by real customers. This is simple, guys. It's just simple. I mean, with ERC, it was simple. It's like we're offering business owners free money from the government. Now, the challenge was helping them realize and their CPA realize that it was legit, it was real, it was a real program, and that the government had set up to help people, you know, combat some of the issues from COVID. I mean, it was it was not, you know, it it should have been as as simple as that. But I mean, come on, we're giving away free money from from the government. How much does it cost them? Nothing. 
How much, how much out of pocket they have to come up? How much does your service cost? Is it $10,000? No, you're going to have all these lawyers and everybody work for me and, and get my money back and do all the paperwork. Yeah. How come? Because it's on a contingency basis. It was so simple, but a lot of people missed it, you know, and, and, and right now I look at collect direct and it's like, how, come on, what's wrong with people trying to tell me got back up? A computer backup system that pays what four dollars a membership or something is a better is a better program going into the market and trying to to convince people to change their computer backup service. Are you kidding me? Come on, backup services have been around for 10, 12, 14 years, and I promise you the last thing the market wants to hear about is a new computer backup service when what they have. Uh, McGaffey or whatever it is, is working just fine for them. They don't care about your stupid computer backup system. The only people buying it are people that are in the comp plan. And again, going, and again, I just pulled that out there. I could, cause I talked to a gentleman earlier today, but I could go on and on and on. Come on. Come on. So when I look at Collect Direct, it's just common sense. What do collectors want to do? They want to add to their collection. What do fans want to do? They want to support their their team. It's that simple. Collectors want to add to their collection. Fans like to have a picture of their favorite college football star or NBA star or whatever in their office. Fans want to support their team. Collectors want to add to their collection. What's so hard to figure out about that? If people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. Success Magazine taught me that over 25 years ago. And I'm just amazed how people miss it. And people say things to me like, well, Dale, I'm not a collector. Dale, I'm not a collector. Well, who, who, may, who cares? Who cares? So what? It ain't about you. It's a $450 billion industry projected to go to $1 trillion by 2030. I'm not looking for collectors. I'm looking for entrepreneur-minded people. Do you understand when I talk about those type of upside potential projections of growth, what that can mean to an entrepreneur? Nobody's. And again, I've told people this. I've shared this on this podcast, I'm sure, at some point. But, you know, with New Image International, we look at our top 25 money earners, and there was one couple in there every month. And I'm not lying when I say between them. And for those of you that don't know, New Image International offered a weight loss product. But between them, the husband and wife, they, were so, they weighed over 600 pounds. No, no question. Together. Together. Not each. <laughs> but together. They were, they, no question. He was, no, and it's probably closer to 700. And they were one of the top 25 money earners on, on our, on our team. You ain't the issue, guys. I'm not the issue. The market indicates your upside potential of your product or service. That's it. Nothing else matters. It, it, it just blows my mind. It, it, it sincerely, sincerely blows my mind. I don't understand how people, they get, how they think that it's all about them and their emotions and their feelings and their beliefs and so on. So on and so forth, and and to a lot of to a big extent that's true. But if you're going to be successful in this profession, give yourself a shot at success. You've got to be in the right place at the right time with the right company and the right team. You ju- you just do.
You, you, you just absolutely, you absolutely do. So, I mean, when we really stop and we look at it and we examine all this, none of the six previous principles that I shared with you will really work at the level they could if you're promoting the wrong opportunity at the wrong time in history. All network marketing opportunities are not created equal. So just to recap for you real quick, number one, you're in the leadership development business. You got to get this internalized. You got to believe this. You got to understand it. You know, stop reading books on vitamins and herbs and start reading books by John Maxwell on leadership. Number two, if your customers are your distributors, you don't have a real business. You don't. Please go to the mlmbox.com you have to watch that as soon as you can you got to understand this number three it is a numbers game and i will say this it is a massive numbers game massive numbers game uh we we teach our team members and we have many people doing this if you're doing direct outreach which is one of the methods that we use to recruit uh, if you're doing direct outreach you need to do a thousand messages a month is that right? 50 a day, 250. Yeah. Thousand messages a month, minimum. Thousand messages a month. People do three or four in a week and then they sit around twiddling their thumbs, waiting for somebody to contact them, saying they want to send them their credit card so they can join. It's ridiculous. It's a massive numbers game. That's number three, massive numbers. And again, go back, find that Jim Rohn, how to build a network marketing business. Find it on YouTube, memorize it. It will drive this point home for you. Number four, you've got to qualify. You have to have a qualifying process for people to join your team. Don't take everybody. You don't want 70% of the people that fill out a form on your website. They're going to waste your time, waste effort, wasted energy, and your time is the most valuable asset that you have. Number five, uh, just anything an attraction marketer says, just think about and do the opposite. It's not about getting people to know you, like you, and trust you so they join your team. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. Number six, the only reason to sponsor somebody is to eliminate them as soon as possible. And I tell people, look, uh, you know, they call me and they say, you know, I, I, I gave out three cards and nobody contacted me. And I... And it's like, have you filled out, have you completed your company report? No, I haven't done enough to do that yet. And they want to gripe and complain. I say, look, I don't think this is for you. I just really don't. Uh, because it's going to take massive numbers. It's going to take massive focus. You can't miss, be missing Zooms, you know, hop on a Zoom once a, once a month or come in the Facebook group and make us and ask a stupid question that you should have known after your first 24 hours in the business, you're disrupting the, you're disrupting our team. You're not serious. Look, I'm here to help you any way I possibly can. But when you're ready to get serious and run, you get back in touch with me. But until then, I'm just going to scratch you off my list for now because I just don't think this is right for you. And I've had that conversation many times with many people. And you have to to protect your entire team and the integrity of your team and your systems and what you're doing. So the only reason to sponsor somebody, number six, is to eliminate them as soon as possible. And then the bonus we talked about, number seven, 
you know, you got to be involved with the company or product or service that just makes sense. And unfortunately, 97% of products being marketed through the network marketing business model don't. Uh, again, like I said, this should have been the first thing I covered on the list, but unfortunately, common sense is no longer common. It's just not. Some people care, care more about going the company line with, with a company that has no upside potential or future than they do creating wealth. And that's just the truth. They just told the company line, whatever the owner says, they take it as gospel. It's like it's like they're listening to David Koresh or something. I, I just don't understand. I mean, if you want to create wealth and build a business, you have to, to be, be proud of what you're doing. And, and it has to make sense to the masses, to your customers. And if that's you and you follow these six principles, I promise you, you're going to be glad you did. It's going to make a huge impact. When you're with the right company at the right time in history and you know that and you project that in everything that you do because it's real, uh, you're, you're going to attract a lot of people. And the more people you attract, the more you're going to need to understand the six things that I've covered with you in this session. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. This is Dale Calvert. Have a great week. I'll be back with you next week on another session of the New Era of Wealth Building podcast. Did you enjoy this story? then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist yet.